0: Hey, I'd like to introduce you to yourself. This is the Seeking Selfdom, Going Deeper podcast, and I'm your host, Akello Stone. Hey, this is episode 12 of Seeking Selfdom, Going Deeper. Let's get right to Cole's question.
1: People who are clicking the Facebook like button or commenting on Instagram posts are providing validation for the seeker. How does that action serve the validator?
0: Well, what is the motivation of someone liking something? Do they really like what you're putting out there? Do you like your their, your messaging? Do do they like your your post? Do they like the aesthetic of your post? We'll never know when you're just click. Someone is just clicking a, a thumbs up. So, are they? Is it kind of like a from across the room? where, in real life, someone waves from across the room, but they don't come up and have a conversation with you. You know, there's a certain level of distance that happens. So, I think from the validator's standpoint, it's like, I see you, but I don't necessarily want to engage any type of qualitative discussion or, you know, banter, if you will. So, it's kind of like, I I see people's relationships in tiers and I think if it's if it's merely a like, the validator is, is kind of putting you in a, a lower level tier where there's not really interaction, but they do acknowledge you. But what also happens too from the standpoint of the validator is if I likes a post that someone has put up, there's a greater likelihood, well, it definitely probably will happen, that my post will come now through their feed because there's some activity, some recipro- and then there could be some reciprocal activity for a minute where then I like their post, they like my post back and forth, and I start to get their feed. Because if there's no liking, I may never even see the person's feed. It's somehow the algorithms just take that away, and then lo and behold, one day you get a uh, post from someone who you haven't seen in a while, and you might like it, and then the next thing you know, they're liking your stuff. So it's kind of like a... Lower level interaction, not a highly intimate qualitative interaction, and so for many people, they may just go through the posts in their feed and just like, 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 whether they like it or not. Whether they're looking at it, you know, back in the day, Instagram was just photos, and now it's like photos and videos, and like all. Sometimes people put three or four paragraphs below their photo, and in my in my mind, that is. A little could be a little too much to read, so I just might like read some of it and I might just like that. But if they're liking all those posts, they're actually generating this algorithm so that your post goes through their feeds and hopefully they'll like it and hopefully someone that looks at their feed and looks at what they're liking will then see your feed and go into your <laughs> social media and may like some of your posts. So it's almost just kind of like this give and take over and over that could go endlessly. Um, I remember putting out a web series called yoga intervention. And I think maybe for six weeks, I would just go onto Twitter and I would search for yoga, anything related to yoga. And I would like send, you know, I would uh, send a link or, or like, or follow. And I would do all that now. And and then when it really came down to it it is like, that is just really not my motivation, you know, for putting content out there. It was almost as if, I had to play this whole other game, which is taking away from the content that I could be creating and the messaging that I'm trying to put out there. So it's, it's a complicated game, if you will. It's kind of like a game, isn't it? You know, the likes and likes and likes. There's no don't likes. Um, there's various things on LinkedIn, but again, you know, what does that really mean to the validator, to like? Do they really like it? Or are they just trying to increase their you know, channel distribution. We don't know, but there are many ways to look at it.
1: Selfies are a common form of social media meant to provoke a personal connection with viewers. They want positive feedback, but have no control over how people react. Why do you think it's so devastating to receive negative feedback from people you don't know and have no real impact on your life?
0: Well, I think that people kind of think that those in their personal circle who they may have an intimate connection with would never be completely honest with them about how they're putting themselves out into the world, both the way that they look, their aesthetic, you know, and, and the messaging um, that they're sending. So the selfie is kind of like dangling yourself out there is kind of like, look at me, what do you think? Am I meeting the standard? Because we don't really believe, I mean, there are many people who, you know, uh, it's almost kind of a contradiction is the people closest to us who should be the most honest with us may not always be as honest as we think that they should be. They don't want to hurt our feelings. They don't think that's kind of an important thing to even get into. Um, You know, we, we should be in personal relationships that constantly empower us and and, and uplift us and sometimes that upliftment means that we have to get some criticism and it depends on how you take the criticism and it depends on how it's delivered when it's delivered you know why why would i tell someone about themselves because um, i want them to feel good about themselves and develop in areas where you know they can like uh, I mean ENFJ and the Myers Briggs. I just read about it last night. I've always been an ENFJ. I've taken several tests over the years just to get a sense of that. And so I always want to empower people. And there may be times when I just would not even go down that route because I don't think it's important. It might be temporary, and I don't want to knock someone off when they're already flailing, flailing around. So selfies allow us then to put ourselves up for the general public. Who may be more truthful and honest because they're only judging us based on that snap snapshot that we put out there. And it might even be, you know, a way in which we can figure out to some degree the truthful perception that people have of us. But that's not, we don't always get the truthful perception even from strangers. That negative comment could be completely unwarranted and completely invalid. So it leads us to kind of think about why they said that and what their motivation is. Because some people's motivation really is to tear other people down and bring them down, the whole crabs in a barrel thing. So it really depends. You know, there's multiple reasons why. But um, I don't know whoever really truly wins this little game. You know, maybe there isn't a winner. I don't know.
1: Using selfie filters is common practice. You can alter your looks, make the sky more blue, or even add more clouds. There's a filter to make just about any photo look perfect. When did reality become not good enough?
0: I think reality being not good enough has been around for a very long time. When I think about the rise of digital media and coincide that with like our ability to alter our Appearance to change things about ourselves when we put ourselves out into the world. I think that we can be a little harsh on people when it comes to filters. You know, I think filters could be very helpful when you want to create an aesthetic, when you want to enhance uh, an, an image. But also, filters can go a little bit too far where the person looks almost like a doll or like almost inhuman. There's just too much editing that happens you know it's like it's like facelifts for example some minor stuff you may not even notice it could just be a little you know you look you look brighter or you look uh, more rested but then there's people who severely alter their appearance to the point where they don't even look like who they are so if we don't look like who we are and we look like a person that we've created what happens when we have the real life encounter? That's where real life and kind of the fantasy of online, um, but heads, if you will. So, magazines have always altered the appearance of people in them, models and whatnot, all the way to changing the you know the width of women's hips and bringing their waist in. If you've ever watched, you know, a video, kind of a. a, a what is it, a, a, a sped up video where they take an image and they stretch the head out a little and nip, you know, tuck this in a little bit, you know. It's one thing to like remove like a, some acne from your face or, um, you know, the red eye, you know, if you have red, I don't think people have red eyes, but remember the red eyes, those kind of things, maybe kind of smooth out a few little things here and there. But when you do it so much, you know, that the imperfections are gone. And that's not reality, right? Everybody has imperfections. Everybody does. Everybody looks different than their selfie photos, right? I mean, you could put a selfie photo on that looks exactly like you, but there's certain aspects of it that aren't even filter-based. Like, what's the lighting like? What's the angle like? You know, I always, like, I made this little song once, a little verse is like, selfie, selfie, look like someone else. See, get the angle right and the lighting just tight, something like that, you know, uh, but it's, it, you know, the idea, and I, I I've, I've, as being a people observer, I've seen people take the selfies and change the angle and all that. And again, I'm not hating on filters. I use filters, but I think you use fil- use filters just to, like, almost putting a little seasoning on your food, but if you put too much seasoning on the food, it doesn't taste like the food it originally did, and, and it's not a, it's, it's too much, right? So... Everything in moderation, including the filters on the selfies. And there's no, there's no harm in look, wanting to look your best. But when you look differently than who you are, well, how does that weigh on you, you know? What about you when you see your selfie? You know, do you see yourself or do you see someone else and you see a certain perfection that is completely unattainable in real life? so that's all we got for episode 12 of seeking self and going deeper i hope some of it resonates with you and hope you have a great day peace